<laughs> Good morning. Good moment. I am. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm she. And um, so I'm in Calgary and it's super early in the morning. It's like 7.30 in the morning. And normally I do my show live in the afternoon, but I am at a three-day body class. Hi, Wes. Nice to see you. Hi, Aurelia. Um, I'm at a three-day body class here in Calgary with Shannon O'Hara, and I'm happier than I've ever been so far. And I'm gonna go for lunch with Shannon O'Hara, so I'm not I'm not doing my show at 1:30 today. I'm gonna do it in the morning, and it's because I still wanted to talk to you. I wanted to make sure I saw you. Hi, Sandy. Sandy's at the class with me. Hi, Marcella. Hi, Jackie. Um, so I picked a really fun topic, at least for me. <laughs> Hi, Karen. And today's subject is. Um, are you being reactive or proactive? Are you being reactive or proactive? Now, I've got a couple of members of my team here with me at the uh, at the body class, Catherine Oster and Leanne Martins, and um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I also have a conversation going on from my business page from a guy in Ethiopia that apparently needs money, so Wes is fucking with him right now. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Karen. Hey, Dialina. So anyway, are you being re reactive or proactive? So this, I mean, this is not a new topic. I talk about this a lot, but I thought I would talk about it in specific. I'm doing, I'm, I'm facilitating a lot of classes right now that are about actually taking action. So actualized business is happening right now. I've got really a group of really amazing people. Um, choosing and actually creating and I'm watching it happen on Facebook because that's where we're you know we're playing on social media and we're building our audience and all the things and so it's really really fun to watch people that really started out not sure of what they were doing and just choosing to do it anyway and at one point I had a live class called do it wrong do it badly do it anyway and this was that same energy of like hey listen it doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing. Just start. You always have a sense and you always know what to do next unless you're trying to fuck yourself over and get it right. Um, so being reactive is really what we're shown. Surviving is what we're shown. And that's what I was really good at. I was really good at surviving. I was really good at taking my life and just making it work. Hi, Loretta. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Maxie. Um, and moving into being proactive and creating my life was a five-year process. I really had to almost turn the Titanic around inside of me. And there was multiple things that had to occur for it to begin, for me to begin. But I want to talk about a few of them today. And, and one in particular that came up from the three people that actually were brave enough to email me a question about this. One of the interesting things about all of their questions, two of them in particular, is that there was this energy of dying. And I remember when I first started taking classes with Shannon O'Hara. For those of you that haven't chosen that yet, um, don't, unless you're feeling brave. Because what Shannon will do, and what I'm beginning to choose in my facilitation, is she will invite you to die, if that's what you wanna do. Or if you'd like to succeed, to actually choose something, period. And that's the thing about moving from reacting to everything in your life and being proactive about creating your life. You have to give up dying. 
Sounds easy enough, right? Give up dying. What does that even mean? So when, when we were first starting on this, um, you know, this business of succeeding, beginning into the business of succeeding, and I talk about this a lot, but when, when I was first beginning with this conversation in my world and she had this first call and she's like, hey, Natalie, hi, Camilla. She's like, you gotta be willing to give up dying. I was like, that's not my thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not busy dying. That's not my thing. But I really looked at it and I asked myself an honest question. Here's the thing about when you are looking at or playing with or toying with creating a different life for yourself, you gotta be willing to be brutally honest with yourself. Otherwise you're fucked and you won't ever look at it. So I got brutally honest with myself and I'm like, eh, have I given up dying? And it was a no. And I was like, oh, well, what would it be like if I really chose to live? What would it be like? How? You just, you just choose it. You literally just choose it. Um, most of what it all, all of what it takes to create your life is a choice. Sometimes you have to get honest with what you're all, well, not all, not sometimes. You have to get honest with what you're already choosing. And here's how you know what you're already, already choosing. You know you're being reactive if you're having money problems. You know you're being reactive if you have relationship problems. You know you're being reactive if you have emotional problems. You know you're being reactive if things feel hard. Any of those things, you're being reactive. You're taking something that's occurring in the world or the way people are responding to you and you're reacting to it instead of creating your life. When you're creating your life, you have to make a different demand of yourself. Because the thing is that people really don't change that much. People are people, full stop, <laughs> right? People choose all kinds of shit. People choose to be weird and abusive and uh, needy and uh, me. And people just choose all kinds of things, right? And you're in the world with all these people in your world, right? Whether they're family people or children people or business people or work people or partner people, there's lots of people. So you can either spend your whole existence on this planet reacting to all the people and all the things that you're aware of, or you can really choose and go, what would it be like if I were really creating my life? And in that moment, you make a different demand of yourself. And for me, the demand was, occurred in so many different moments, but the bigger demand when I really started looking at, if I were succeeding, with this, with my life, what would I choose was, I didn't care what I was gonna have to give up or what point of view I was gonna have to change or what demand I was gonna have to make of myself to be interesting point of view with everything. I didn't really care what it took. I didn't care how I needed to change in order to be willing to succeed at my life. For me, getting re being reactive to everything, being reactive to what people thought about me, being reactive to uh, anything, anybody's feelings, being reactive to my own points of view about money, it stopped working. It wasn't actually creating the life I wanted to have. And so it may be required for some of you to really take up the challenge of who you truly are sort of at a beginning stage. And this is why I coined and created the Awareness Challenge, which is a clearing from Gary Douglas that I talk about a lot. You can go to theawarenesschallenge.com and actually play with it. But you actually have to choose to play with it because this is the thing about any of the access consciousness tools. There's lots of them. You can take any one tool in access consciousness, whether it's, hey, Lila, hi, Renata, um, any tool. Hey, who does this belong to? Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. 
choose, etc., and change your whole world? Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing to stop dying and start living? Are you just resisting dying instead of choosing to live? And what would it even be like to choose to live? This is, this is the primary conversation in moving from being reactive to proactive. I create, but it doesn't happen. There are the money. That wasn't totally clear, Anne. Um, and so when, when things seem like they're not occurring, what's, what's occurring is that you're not actually choosing to succeed. That's all. Which I love the simplicity of that, actually. I mean, it's, you know, we're so good at resisting. We're so good at resisting. We're so good at resisting. We're so good at surviving. Um, we're so good at telling a story about why we can't. We're so good at actually throwing ourselves under the bus constantly, which is okay. Like if you're in the business of dying, that's perfect. That's exactly how you create dying. But if you would like to change that and be in the business of living, different choices are required. And so what would you have to be willing to choose and demand of yourself to create living for you? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up, will you destroy it and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right. Are you willing to change your whole world? Yes, Crystal, you are so precious. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to just take a, a little, a few, what do you mean by dying? What do you mean by dying? I guess ask yourself, um, am I living? Yes or no? If you're not living, then you're dying. That's the thing about the earth. So if you guys look at the way the earth works, the way things are, what it is, um, basically if a plant is not busy creating itself, it's dying. The same is true of us. If we are not creating ourselves, we are dying. And when you are in reaction to everything, what you think is wrong with you, what you think isn't wrong with you, what you blah, all the money problems you think, when you're in reaction, you're busy dying. So what would it be like to get busy living? What would it be like to be proactive in the creation of your life instead of waiting for when the tax bill comes in or waiting for when the CRA finally calls you or waiting for when the shoe drops that you know is gonna drop? What came first? The point of view that the shoe was gonna drop or the shoe dropping? So are you using your creative capacity to tug in destruction? Or are you using your creative capacity to tug in living? And all you have to do is look around at your life to know what you're choosing right now. That's the gift. That's the gift. Look around. Look around inside. What are you creating right now? So, so there's so many different tools that you can use. When you look around your world and you see that you are creating dying, you can go, well, what's the value of creating dying? Because there's always some value in it for you. What's the value of it for you? And there's a, there's a thing that I found in a book that Gary wrote that you could also do 30 times a day for 30 days if you're willing to do some work. And that is, um, what's the value of always being wrong and never being right? 30 times a day for 30 days. One of the things Gary says, he's like, once you actually do that 30 times a day for 30 days, you're going to get an awareness of what the value is of always being wrong and never being right. And that's what you do when you're choosing reaction instead of proaction. So... Being proactive in creating your life is, is the choice that's going to create money. That is the choice that's going to create great relationships. That's the choice that's going to create your reality as you'd like to have it. But it requires you to be willing to go on an adventure 
and you can't have the awareness of, of what's around what bend before you actually go around the bend. So where are you refusing the adventure of living? And everything that is, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, fuck, all lane, shorts, boys and beyonds. What would it be like to not resist the adventure of living? What would you have to be willing to give up? What would you have to be willing to lose? Doesn't mean you will, but you might have to be willing to lose some people, some things, some security, some comfort. But what do you want to have as your life? What do you want to have as your financial reality? If you are quote unquote asking for a greater financial reality and you look at your own world, are you truly willing to begin living to have it? Okay, so let's see here. Diana actually mess emailed in and said, and this is actually where I got this energy of dying. So good. She, she goes, the thing is, I feel like dying. Better to say it, killing myself day by day, step by step. It's a way to free the world and people that I love from a monster. Okay. So I'm going to talk about this for a second, because if you watch my videos, you are very likely a humanoid person, not a human person. You can ask me about that if you don't know what that is, or you can take a foundation class, which is where you'll learn more about that. So humanoids are most of the time have at some point been implanted and explanted to know that they're wrong, evil at their very core. Again, with the implants and explants, you got to take a foundation class if you want to know more about that. Um, I have some around the world if you'd like to come. So what does this mean? So first of all, we're psychic. Now this never stops being relevant. This actually only gets more relevant as you move into the creation of instead of the surviving of. Most of us have been surviving. Now it's time to start looking at what does it be like to move into the creation of. Okay, so moving into the creation of, you got to start to acknowledge some shit or you're not going to be able to choose it. The first thing you have to start to look at is how aware are you? When you feel like dying, does it make you lighter? The first tool that we give you in access consciousness is that what's true for you makes you lighter. What is a lie for you makes you heavier. Does feeling like dying make you lighter? Yes or no? If it does not make you lighter, it is not yours and it is not true. And if you do not choose to get fierce with the tools, you'll just die, which is okay. There's actually nothing wrong with that. There's a gift in decay. If you look at the way the world works, uh, there's things dying all the time. There's a dead bird in our backyard right now. Uh, you know, plants are dying all the time. The dying things contribute to the living things. There isn't anything wrong or bad or terrible or mean or vicious or awful about dying. If that's what you'd like to choose, just choose it. Because in choosing it, you're going to give yourself awareness of whether or not that's actually what you want to choose. In not choosing it, you keep yourself in this hellish purgatory where you're not choosing to die and you're not choosing to live and now you just get to suffer. So one of the things I'd ask yourself if that's what you're choosing is what's the value of suffering for you? And in this reality, suffering and hard are valued. Are you choosing this reality? Yes or no? If you are choosing that, is that where you want to live? Because there is another possibility if you're willing to demand it of yourself. 
If you're willing to demand of yourself that you discover what the other possibility is beyond dying, even when you have no idea what it looks like, you have no reference points for it in your world, all you've ever felt is dying and sadness, you can still demand something of yourself. I had a moment when I was 35, 36, where I was sad all the time. I didn't have the access consciousness tools. I didn't know who does it belong to. I didn't know I was psychic. I didn't know anything. So I was, I was on the front lawn of our farmhouse with the husband I had at the time. I don't know why I was outside. He was inside taking a nap. I was, I walked outside and I think I just sort of looked at a, we had this big, beautiful shrub that grew in the front of my house. And for whatever reason, everybody was inside napping. I was outside looking at this big, beautiful tree and I crumpled on the front lawn and just sobbed my face off. I was sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. I could not figure out how to be happy. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know how to be happy. I had everything that a person who's supposed to be happy had. I had a house, a husband, I had money, I had a job. And I was crumpled on the front lawn, sobbing my heart out. And I, in that moment, had, well, a couple weeks prior, I'd figured out that you could black out if you drank enough alcohol. I didn't know that was a thing. But apparently, if you drank enough, you could black out. So my plan was to get a bottle of alcohol, go upstairs, run a bath, be warm and cozy while I did it, drink a lot, black out, and drown. That was my plan. Sobbing, 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 planning this out, about to go upstairs. And literally, the thing that stopped me was I went into the future <laughs> and looked at the people in my house trying to get my waterlogged dead body, waterlogged dead body, out of a narrow iron tub down a narrow, down a narrow farmhouse staircase out into the yard. And I was like, that is the most brutal thing you could do to the people left behind. And that one thought was just enough of an interrupt for me to silently cry, what else is possible? I didn't know that question. I didn't have the access consciousness tools. But in that moment, I made a different choice. And that's what you have to get really brutally honest with yourself. What are you choosing right now? And once you acknowledge what you're choosing, because in that moment, I, I was ready to go. And I've been there before, right? Like I've there, I could tell you so many different stories around this. And, and there was just enough of a sense of something that I didn't choose that. But I've had other times, like in this five years with the access consciousness tools where I had to just get brutally honest about what I was choosing that I was really secretly choosing. And that's what fucks most. That's a really, like, that's a really obvious one, right? And you can look at, I can look at that now and go, God damn, like I was, I was and am so fucking aware. I was and am had so much awareness of all the people around me. Like all of that was true then. So now I can look at that and go there. And now you got, I mean, and you guys now have these tools. So you can go, is any of this fucking shit even mine? If you're willing. Now, if you're not willing, you're going to use that fucking shit as real. Because underneath there is a commitment to dying. So I want to just point out that Diana wrote in and she's like, she tells me that I want to die. I feel like killing myself. I'm like, okay. This started almost three months ago when my dad was hospitalized. 
All right, so what happens in these moments? What do we tap into with our awareness in these moments? If you do not acknowledge that it's awareness, you just buy it and you buying it, hi Lars, it matches your point of view that you wanna die. So it becomes validated. Your point of view becomes validated because every point of view you have, like I wanna die, you have to prove. So you find all these things that are actually awareness, but you make them real because they match your point of view. And then you now have the reason and the justification to go. The thing is, you don't need a reason and a justification to go. You can just go. You don't have to be here. The interesting thing is you all are still here. You are. So what if you actually really chose to be here? The earth is dying. The earth is struggling. The earth doesn't have that much longer. And if those of us who have a capacity with changing things for the earth do not choose it, we will all get to experience a, a brand new earth or we will die as it changes. So now's the time. And are you gonna keep choosing to simply react to all the things you become aware of as if they're yours, as if you have a problem, or are you going to become proactive and begin creating a different reality? It's not, we're not, it's not a joke, you know, like it's real. This is all real. This is actually occurring. And when I looked at that and I was like, I can continue having a money problem where I can take up the challenge of who I truly am. I can continue to make relationships my biggest ask. Or I can start looking at what do I want to ask that's beyond this reality? What do I actually want to create that's beyond this reality? I can continue to buy that I'm not as powerful as I actually am. Or I can just choose to be as powerful as I am. First of all, it's way more fun. You actually get to live. It turns out living is actually kind of fucking fun. Uh, second of all, like it actually creates something different in the world. Third, you get to add your energy to the creation of a different possibility that without you doesn't get to exist. I'm choosing every day, can I not receive it? That's not a question. It's a conclusion with a question mark attached. So if you don't know what receiving is, you have to be willing to ask the universe to show you receiving. You have to ask. If you don't know what living is for you, you have to ask the universe to show you what living is for you. What are you not asking for that if you would ask for it would be delivered to you instantly? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all in shorts, poison, yes. So if you weren't being reactive to the things you think are wrong with you, and you were being proactive about what was right about you, what would that look like? If you didn't use all your creative energy to go in and try to figure out why, which actually gets you nowhere, and you were willing to use your creative energy to discover what was possible, what would be different? How are you currently using your creative energy? Because we all have it, we have an endless amount of it. Most of us use it to create where we're wrong, to create figuring out why, to create figuring out what our problem is when we don't really have any, um, to create, to create, we, we always create, you always create. What are you creating? Are you creating resistance and reaction, alignment and agreement? Or are you creating a totally different reality for you and for the world? 
So start asking, start living, or don't, but choose either way. Because keeping yourself in that limbo is killing you and killing the planet. Judgment kills, that's it, that's all it does. When you judge yourself, you put more killing in the world. You put more evil in the world. So fucking choose something. Choose something. Be the gift in death or be the gift in life. That's it. But don't be the detriment to you and everyone else by continuing to judge yourself. Choose. And once you choose, start asking the universe to show you what living is for you. Or show you what dying is. But choose. <laughs> Very cool. Ah, so anyway, Diana goes into a lot more things that have been going on for her. But my first question for anybody that's got a lot going on is who does it belong to? You guys, there's the 10 keys to total freedom are actually the 10 keys to total freedom. And one of the keys, key number seven, is don't listen to, tell or buy the story. Don't listen to, tell, or buy the story, especially your own. Use your stories as examples. Use your stories as ways to illustrate points, but don't, don't use your stories to justify your choices because the only person you're hurting with that is you. So you can continue to hurt you. You can continue to react to your own stories. You can continue to react to your awareness. Everything that shows up in your world is awareness, everything. All of it. Sadness, sickness, body intensity, points of view, um, thoughts, feelings, emotions. It's all just awareness of this reality. This reality is based on thoughts and feelings and emotions and sex and no sex, which is the receiving and no receiving of this reality. That's this whole entire reality. You think you can walk through this reality as a psychic and not be aware of that? No. So you're aware of it, but then you buy it. Why? I don't know why, we're insane. It justifies our point of view, justifies our limitations, it justifies dying. But you don't need to justify dying, you could just choose it. And guess what? That choice to die is actually gonna give you more freedom and the world more freedom than staying in the limbo of torture that we do to ourselves, judging yourself over and over and over. So what's the value of torturing yourself? What's the value of limbo for you? What's the value of no choice? And what would it be like if you were really willing to choose to live? But you'd have, maybe have to demand some different things of yourself, right? You might have to get more assertive and aggressive with the tools. And if you don't know the tools, fucking go get a book and learn them. Being You Changing the World has tools to change your life. Go to my group, The Awareness Challenge, and use those. Go to Shannon O'Hara's free membership. Go find. You're a seeker, but you're also a finder. So make a different demand and go find. Because you can, if you choose it. And you will, if you choose it. So what are you currently choosing and what would you like to begin choosing? Everywhere you've made being reactive more vital and valuable and real, rather than being the proactive force of creation that can never be stopped, would you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, call line, shorts, boys, and beyonds. This is not about you getting clear on what you need to choose next. You've never known what you want to choose next, but you've always known. It's not about getting clear on what your next choice is. This is just about choosing. You can look back on every time in your life when you moved forward into something that you had no idea how to do and discover that you did it. 
how you just did it you just went forward and that's true of every single thing you've ever chosen if you're willing to know that about you are you willing to start looking at yourself with more honest eyes are you willing to perceive where you're truly functioning from and perceive what you're actually capable of and look at what you've really chosen and receive it because what you might discover is that you're not nearly as fucked up as you keep pretending to be. You might discover that you're more powerful. So are you willing to know that you're powerful? Are you willing to know that you both destroy and create with the same amount of energy? And what would it be like to really choose to live? I'm gonna leave you on that light and fluffy note. And if this was of any value to you, or you know people that it would contribute to, I'd be really grateful if you'd share it with them. And otherwise, um, I gotta go. I'm gonna do another energy poll in another group. But I would like to invite you to check out Actualize Finance. It's coming in, in the next couple of weeks where we are gonna be looking at if I were really creating living with my finances, uh, there's going to be a lot of proactive things to choose to begin to really revolutionize what's showing up in your world with money. I adore you. I'm so grateful that you're on the planet, and I hope you choose to live. I'll see you next week.